0: And live from the nation's capital, hour two. Bet MGM tonight. Trista Crick out in Portland, Nick Ashew. We're on Twitch, we're on YouTube, we're on the Odyssey app, nationwide, BetQL Network. Uh, we've had a lot of back and forth, Trista, when it comes to Sean Payton talking about, well, Nathaniel Hackett, specifically the former head coach of the Denver Broncos. And then Aaron Rodgers, who we know is besties with uh, Nathaniel Hackett, defending. His offensive coordinator here was the uh, a little bit of what was said over the weekend just to kind of set it up here
1: yeah i love nathaniel hackett and those comments were very surprising for a coach to do that to another coach my love for Hackett goes deep you know we had some great years together in green bay kept in touch love him and his family he's an incredible family man incredible dad and on the field he's arguably my favorite coach i've ever had in the nfl Just his approach to it, how he makes it fun, how he cares about the guys, just how he goes about his business with respect, with leadership, with honesty, with integrity. It made me feel bad that someone who's accomplished a lot in the league is that insecure that they have to take another man down to set themselves up for some sort of easy fall if it doesn't go well for that team this year. I thought it was way out of line and appropriate, and I think he needs to keep uh, my coach's names out of his mouth.
0: Zach Rosenblatt covers the Jets for the Athletic Jets. One-point favorites at Denver week five. Is this a rivalry already, Zach? Because I, I love it, man. I hope this continues all the way to week five.
1: Um, like I, said, I said to my uh, editor the other day, I, I expected teams to be talking smack about the Jets. I didn't expect it to happen in week one of training camp. So um, We're off to the races, I guess.
2: Yeah. <laughs> No doubt. Should we make anything of this? Like, is this going to bleed over, in your opinion, or is this just, you know, much to do about nothing?
1: I mean, I think it'll come back and be a thing when they're playing the Broncos. It'll probably quiet down here. I think now that, you know, Alan Lazard and and Randall Cobb both talked today, and they could have they could have threw some more smoke, they could have thrown some more gasoline on the fire, I should say, and they decided not to say anything. So I think it's going to quiet down a little bit now until we get to that Broncos game. Um, but, you know, I I really think this was, like, a good, you know, preemptive, like, thing to, for the Jets to, like, practice dealing with almost because they're going to get a lot of people saying stuff about them. You know, one of the biggest things from Sean Payton's uh, comments uh, outside of the Hackett stuff was about teams trying to win the offseason and and then, you know, and then what you're, you're, you're like, declaring you're going to win a Super Bowl in the middle of the summer and all that. And the Jets have been talking, like, a team that feels like they can win a Super Bowl and all that. And, and so – for a team that hasn't accomplished anything in a long time, like I'm sure that's going to rub some teams they're going to go against the wrong way. Teams are going to want to kill them. Um, they have a target on their back more than the Jets have maybe ever had. <laughs> so I think they're going to have to deal with this pretty consistently this year and how they handle it, how they talk about it in the press, how they handle it on the field when you know people are talking smack to them. like This is all going to be something to keep an eye on for sure.
0: Yeah, and it's going to make things great on Hard Knocks, too, because I'm sure there's going to be more of this, like you said, and this is going to be a conversation that's on there. You know, Tristan and I were talking earlier in the show about just that division as a whole and confidence levels in each of the teams that's there, right? The Bills are the favorite to win the division at plus 130. Fine, but you kind of saw some regression offensively with that team at the end of last year. DeMar Hamlin's situation aside, clearly a distraction, rightfully so. You wouldn't blame anybody for that. You know, then you look at Miami at plus 275, just behind the Jets at plus 250 to win. You're like, well, Dolphins are good, but there's injury potential with Tua that can just throw the entire season off. I feel like, to me, like, even though there's a lot of hype and spotlight around the Jets, they may be the team that I'm the most comfortable in. If I had to bet one of those teams to win the division, what's your confidence level in this team, given the expectations and the spotlight that's there now? It, you know, I, I, it's... It's hard to give a full degree of
1: confidence and either or pessimism even just because we haven't seen what this offense looks like with Aaron. It's been bumpy in training camp, but it's so early. It's a new quarterback. He's very different than any other quarterback in the way he plays and all the things you need to know as a receiver and you're out there and all that. I. But in terms of, like, on paper, what they have, their coaching staff, the players they brought back on defense, guys going in their second year ready to take another leap, like, I – my confidence is pretty high that this team should be competitive at the very least and con- contending for the division. Like, the, this is a playoff team for sure in my mind when you, like, just look at the pieces they have. You know, whether it works out, we're going to find out. You know, they have a really hard stretch to open that season. The Bills in Week 1 is going to wind up being a very important game, like maybe more than usual for Week 1 because of how, I think, close that AFC East is going to be, like you mentioned, and if the Jets are competing for a high seed in the playoffs in theory. So I, that game is going to be huge, and we're going to find out how ready they are for primetime. They play the Chiefs the Eagles, the Cowboys, the Patriots, and I believe there's another good team in there within the first six games. And that's, like, pretty insane, first six games for a team that has so many new things going. So um, my confidence is going to largely be how they handle that beginning stretch. But I I, I think they can, and I think Aaron Rodgers still has something left in the tank personally.
2: I'm curious, Zach, uh, the tackle position – felt like an absolute necessity to take care of, especially when you think about somebody like Aaron Rodgers who needs to be protected, right? That's why David Bakhtiari got so much money. Uh, And they just really didn't uh, do do that. And now Becton seems to be recovering. Dwayne Brown is out. Kind of much of the same news from last year. Um, Like, How much of your confidence level hinges on that?
1: A big part of it. I, I think that's the biggest concern they have right now, without question. I think it's the number one issue. Those tackles have had a rough time in camp, you know. In, in camp sometimes you have to it's hard to figure out, you know, is one position really good or is the other position group really bad or is it a combination of the two? The Jets defensive end, and defensive line is very good, I think. Maybe it's looked better going against this offensive line, I don't know, or maybe the offensive line's look worse because they're going against guys that you know, I think the Jets have five or like five defensive ends that would start on most teams, which is pretty insane. So I, uh, it's a concern. You know, Max Mitchell and Billy Turner have been the first team guys with Dwayne Brown out. You know, Dwayne Brown's almost 40 years old. So, you know, it's his body's not going to hold up as well anyway. But I, I think he's in great shape. And I, I actually think he's better than people give him credit for when he's on the field. But, you know, he's coming off shoulder surgery. He played through a pretty tough injury last year. Makai, as you mentioned, I just don't view him as an option right now. Um, you know, Billy Turner doesn't really inspire much confidence for me. Max Mitchell... I've shown some flashes, but he's still pretty unproven. So that's like four guys I just listed with question marks, um, and so that's an issue. And you know, I, I think it'll it be if it if this doesn't work out with Joe Douglas's idea to pretty much run it back with the same guys he had last year. You know, they, they believed it was bad luck. If that if that gamble doesn't pay off, it, it you know it's going to be a problem because Aaron Rodgers, you know, he can still move a little better than I think people realize for a 39 year old. But he still is 39; he can't move like he used to. If he gets hit, it's going to hurt him a little more than maybe when he was younger. So it's it's, it's a concern I have. Even up the middle, you know, they brought back Connor McGovern and they drafted Joe Tittman early. Joe Tittman is not really ready to play. They don't even have him running above 13. Uh, And I don't think Connor McGovern has looked great in camp. He's a veteran, so they trust him a little more. But there's questions on the offensive line just like there has been for a long time. If that group is not good, this offense is going to have some trouble.
0: Talking to Zach Rosenblatt, BetMGM tonight. Uh, of the last 18 teams that have been on hard knocks, the total record for those teams is 143 and 146. Eight have hit their the over on their win total. Nine have gone under and one's pushed. Do you think that it can be a distraction for this Jets team that could affect them? You talk about the tough schedule they've got early on in the year. But then you also hear at the same time they're going to really limit the kind of access that's going to be, uh, you know, granted to HBO. Like, how much at this point is played into that being a distraction or not? With you know people that are covering the team and maybe just around the team in general and what they maybe say. Um, you know, it's it's kind of it's going to be another
1: wait and see thing. I like I I don't think it's going to be a huge distraction. Just be, like you mentioned, now they're going to limit access. Like the teams have control over like what gets shown on the show man. I don't know if they used to back like when the Jets were on it with Rex Ryan like that was one of the more entertaining seasons and you got to really see who Rex <laughs> yes, Ryan was yes. um, and I, I don't think that kind of stuff is really going to show up on there like it used to so you know on one hand like maybe there won't be anything controversial but on the other you know Sauce Gardner still has like cameras following him home to his college graduation like th- th- there's a different level of attention these cameras following these guys everywhere they go Like, they can feel the attention. And again, it goes back to what I was saying earlier about the Sean Payton thing. Like, maybe this is good practice for them because they're going to have cameras in their face all year. This is a team that has as many primetime games as any in the country, uh, or any in the league, I should say. Um, You know, they don't even have that many 1 p.m. games. Most of theirs are four, so they're one of the only games on TV. People are going to be watching them. People are going to be commenting on them. People are going to be criticizing them. So maybe this HBO thing could prove to be a good thing. I don't know. But, you know, you don't want their head to get too big before they've accomplished anything. And I definitely think that's – it's fair to wonder if that's going to happen.
2: What do you think Zach is going to happen with Dalvin Cook?
1: Yeah, I mean, he – the fact that he left without signing and he's back in South Florida and everybody's talking about he's still exploring his options. Like, my my feeling, and I haven't heard anything specific about this, is just that there's still – probably some distance between what he wants to get paid and what the Jets are willing to pay a running back, so there's definitely interest. You know, Robert Sala was pretty positive about the visit. You know, saw Aaron Rodgers going over there. Rodgers just did a contract restructure that saved them a bunch of money. Brees Hall's not ready to return yet. Like, it makes a lot of sense, Uh, but, you know, I think Dalvin Cook wants certain things, so You know, maybe this drags out a little bit longer and it's going to frustrate fans. And, you know, you'll hear Jets fans who will be like, you know what, I don't want it anymore. And then he'll sign and then they'll all pretend like they never said that. But, um, yeah, there's definitely mutual interest, but I don't think the free agency pursuit is over.
0: We know that Brees Hall obviously is going to miss at least some time to start the year. I mean, if they do, again, this is all speculation right now because we don't know where Dalvin Cook ends up, though. It seems like he does want to play for the Jets. I mean, how much does that elevate that offense that much more? What type of role do you think that he would have, especially once Brees Hall does come back?
1: Yeah, I I think the key part is, like, where Brees Hall is at, how long it takes him to look like Brees Hall again. So I I think the biggest benefit, you know, I think right now they have Michael Carter and Zonovan Knight, uh, Bam Knight, who are the main running backs with Brees out. Neither of them played particularly well down the stretch. I think the run blocking wasn't good, but both those guys struggled down the stretch and kind of showed to a degree that they can't be like the guy. And Dalvin Cook has obviously shown that he can be. So if Brees Hall, let's say he's back in week one, like they keep saying, he's not going to be 100% Brees Hall you're not going to give him the full workload. So you can you can have Dalvin Cook lead the backfield for first few weeks, first half of the season. Then eventually you have a 50-50 split. It extends Dalvin's career a little bit. He's fresher at the end of the year. And you have Brees Hall easing back into himself. And so I think there is some value in having that. And, you know, the Jets, you know, since the draft, they've talked about how they, they view it as they're going to have a lot of leads this season. And if your team has a lot of leads, that means you're going to need to run the ball a lot. And if Brees Hall is not completely healthy and you don't believe in Michael Carter, then adding – even if it's not Dalvin Cook, you know Cream Hunt, like guys like that, are still free agents. I like, I think they need another body in there personally. So, I'm. Uh, if the price is right, I think Dalvin Cook makes a lot of sense.
0: Oh, did we lose? Yeah, uh, yeah. All right. So, I guess you know at this point now, let's let's look at the division as a whole here. Um, I, I sort of mentioned the confidence level that it may have in the Jets. I know you said like wait and see. Obviously, are you still looking at the Bills as the team to beat then in this division?
1: yeah yeah I, I think they pretty clearly have the most talented roster they have the experience of winning and, and I think you have to knock them off their perch but I think you know I, I think any four of the teams in the division could legitimately push for it I, Patriots they have a lot of holes and there's a lot of question marks but I think they'll be a lot better and they have a good defense so and the, the Dolphins obviously have a lot of talent even after losing Jalen Ramsey and and you have Jets with Rodgers. so I, I I do think those three teams can push them but the bills are still the better team they, they have the better quarterback. They have the better defense. They have the best offensive line. So, ultimately, they have all the pieces to still be the best. But, you know, there are some cracks in the armor. There's a the stuff with the defensive coordinator and, and the Savon Diggs stuff is kind of weird. And, like, there's definitely some some things where you're like, okay, may, do they take a step back? But, ultimately, on, on paper, they still have the most talented roster.
0: All right. Got, like, about 90 seconds or so here. We, we, we try to figure out on this show, what the AFC playoff picture is going to look like because there's a lot of really good teams and really good quarterbacks in the AFC who are some teams one or two that you think may look like playoff teams that could be left out when it's all said and done because it is a struggle to really kind of figure that out given the fact that it's just so crowded all the way from top to really middle of the pack
1: so you're asking like what teams that are viewed as playoff contenders, maybe miss it, is what you're yeah, saying? Yeah,
0: like, who's a team that maybe you just look at and go, you know what, ah, they might be on the outside looking in when this is all said and done.
1: You know, team that jumps out is the Ravens. I, you know, I, they, they did some strange stuff this offseason, I thought. You paid a lot for Odell Beckham, who hasn't always been reliable, and, you know, Lamar Jackson just got paid. But, you know, it's, it's hard to pinpoint it, because I, I think the AFC is loaded. Like, you can make the case for... Almost any team outside of, like, the Texans and Colts, I feel like, as, like, a, maybe the Raiders. Like, those are the only teams I don't really view as having, like, playoff caliber rosters, so which just kind of crazy. So, um, not a lot to jump out to me. I'm not that high in the Ravens, I would say, out of, like, all the contenders at the top. And, um, you know, and the Dolphins, I, I think Tua is a big question mark, just if he can stay healthy for a full year. if his his heart's still in it, you know, he thought about retiring, like, all that stuff. So maybe the Dolphins and the the Ravens would be the two ones that jump out to me.
0: And then on the other side of things, we look at the NFC and go, I don't even know if I can pick six or seven teams that I like to be playoff teams in that. So it's one side and then the other. Zach Rosenblatt covers the Jets for the Athletic. Really appreciate the time. Thanks for coming on with us. Yeah, thanks for having me, guys. I mean, Trista, it is true, right? You, like, sit here and try to come up with teams and you're like... I I mean, to, even to then not say the Ravens, I'm like, well, that division's really good. What if they are out? What if the Steelers sneak in? I cannot wait. I cannot yeah. wait to see what the AFC looks like when this is all said and done. It also keeps getting worse for the Colts. Speaking of the AFC, how bad Ooh. could this season get in Indy? That's next. It's on the night.